He woke you up this morning. He's done some great things for you. You'll never be the same again in Jesus' name. And I believe that those of you who are going to see what God has been doing and what God is doing this year, you're going to be shocked what's happening out of this place. And those of you who have been so faithful in giving every week, it is your giving that allows us to take the little and just do miraculous things for God. Somebody shout hallelujah. And, 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 and today is also the blessing that's hitting you that Sister Penny testified about that maybe somebody has been struggling financially and you can't see your way. I believe today could be a day of miracles for you. Today could be a day of miracles for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to speak to you this morning on the keys of heaven. And I, uh, we have prayer points. And um, I'm not sure I didn't ask them if they printed for everybody the prayer points. But uh, maybe before the service is over, they will have some of it in the lobby for you to pick it up. Uh, if not, speak to somebody who was here during the week. We have some prayer points, and I'm going to refer to some of it this morning. But I want to turn to Matthew chapter 16 and verses 19, and I want you to stand. And I'm happy to see Lucas's parents today. Amen. Let's give them a round of applause. And also, we welcome the young lady from Poland. She, her, her, her country is right next to where there's war in Ukraine. So we pray. How many millions are over by your country? Three million? Three million from Ukraine have moved into her country. And so let's thank her on behalf of her country for being so open to the people of war. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Let's stand as we read the scriptures. Matthew 16 and verses 19. We're going to have an altar service today by hook or crook. I want to pray with people. I believe that God is going to do miracles. So those of you who are altar workers, be on the lookout to help us with this. Matthew 16, 19. And it says, And I will give unto thee the keys of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Father, what your word says is divine, is authentic, and it's true. Sometimes we take a long time to connect to what you said. But this was not any other person that wrote it. It wasn't Paul, it wasn't Jeremiah, it wasn't Elijah. It was you, Jesus, who said this. And what you say is true. Now I pray that you will help us to deliver this word to the hearts of the people and to those who are watching and listening across the world. That this could change our life. This could change the way we think. And so I pray today that the Holy Spirit will illuminate and open our hearts, our minds, and our spirits. 
I ask you right now for a double portion. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. You know, a lot of people have keys. And I believe you have a key if you're going to get into your home. A key means that you have access. A key means that you are welcome to that place. When you are given a key, it means that there is a place where you could find refuge even if there's no other place you have a key. I believe that God is telling us today that in this era as we are getting out of one of the world's greatest pandemic in our lifetime that I want to remind you that you need not hang your head down. I want to remind you that you need not be insecure about who you are and whose you are. I want to remind you that I am still in charge, but I also want you to know that the enemy would like you to think that you're defeated. But you're not defeated. You're victorious already. Before the foundation of the world, God has ordained that you would be sitting in this seat. You would be here in this January. Before the foundation of the world, God has ordained that those who are watching by television, watching by social media, who's going to watch it later on, God has ordained that you hear this word and you not shut it off because it's about to change your life. Somebody needs to understand that God is still in charge. He's large and still in charge. Somebody needs to understand that this God who we serve is the God of yesterday, today, and he's forever. And the reason why many believers are not having this authority in their lives is because they are not using the delegated authority that God has given from heaven. Instead, some believers are using earth's authority and mixing it with heaven's authority. And in doing so, heaven's authority is canceled out and earth's authority takes preeminence. Can I tell you a little bit more? When you mix up the authority that is able to connect to you and you connect your human authority and your earthly authority to heaven's authority, you dilute your authority. There is one authority that you need to go by and that is by heaven's authority. That is by God's authority. He gives you the authority to live today. It wasn't your doctor that gives you the authority. He is just a vessel that is used. The blood pressure medicine is good. You should take it. But it's not the authority that is keeping you alive. It is he by his grace, his mercy, and his love that has written in the book that you shall live and not die. Why it is 
this person will die and that person will die and you were weaker than them but you're still alive it is by the grace and the mercy and the authority of God that has kept you alive can somebody shout hallelujah can somebody shout I am alive today and when we are alive, we need to understand there is a key to unlocking the different things that's promised to you in the scriptures. The promise power of granting us the keys of heaven is one of the most powerful keys you can ever have. You have the key to your home. You have the key to your job. You have the key to your car. But the most powerful key that you have that you probably have never uh, experienced or realized until maybe this message is going to be illuminated to you is that you have a direct key to heaven. Because God says, I have given you the keys of heaven. He wants you to know that I am Alpha and I am Omega. I am the beginning and I am the end. Nobody can stop who I am. You're afraid of death? He says, I hold, Jesus, I hold the keys of death and hell. Can I tell you a little bit more about that? He didn't give you the keys of death and hell. He gave you the keys of life and heaven. Some people are constantly thinking about fear and death. He never give you the keys of fear and death. He says, I, Jesus, hold the keys of fear, death, and the devil. I can shut them off. I can turn it on. I can do what I want to do. You do not have to worry about death and about hell. I want you to get into the pearly gates of heaven. That's what you need to get into. For I have given you a connectivity. John chapter 14 says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. For in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I'll come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there he may be also. He gives you the key of heaven. He didn't give me the key to, 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 to worry. He gave me the key of love. He didn't give me the key of stress. He gave me the key of joy. He didn't give me the key of me to have darkness. He gave me the key of light. I came into this world so that I can serve the master and I serve him in spirit and in truth. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout, I got the keys. I got the connection to heaven. Hallelujah. For you to have the key, you must have unity. You must agree, be in agreement with God's presence. You must be in agreement that God's presence is being manifested in your own life. If you do not wake up in the morning understanding that the manifestation from the heaven is coming into your bed, you, you, are, you are losing a benefit of being able to be emancipated from the pangs of darkness. The pangs of darkness is running after you every day. But if you understand, if I know my Redeemer liveth, 
and that I'm connected to heaven's gates and connected to heaven's keys, I know that I am connected to the great I am, the word of life, the good shepherd, the light of this world. I am connected to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. There are people who are waking up every day thinking that they're connected to darkness and they're connected to obia and they're connected to evil and somebody has do them and somebody has said anything. Enough is enough. Get yourself free from that spirit that's a that's a spirit of the devil the devil would like to keep you down and hold you down and have a spirit of fear but he says in second timothy one and seven he has not given you the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind wake up and let god control your life somebody shout hallelujah somebody shout hallelujah Number one, how am I going to get the keys? Number one, for you to get the key, you're going to have to know who Jesus is to you. For you to get the key, the keys allow you, number one, to receive this power when you accept who Jesus is. You can't come and look for his benefits, but you don't want to serve the giver of the benefits. You do not need to just come and get blessed, but you do not want the blessor. You cannot come and just get the glory, but you don't understand the story. You need to know that there is a God in heaven, and you need to know who made this happen. I want you to go back to how it is that Jesus says to Peter, I've given you the keys of heaven. Back there, just three or four verses before, he turns to his disciples right there in chapter 16. And he says to his disciples, who do people say I am? The disciple says, some says you are Jeremiah. Some says you are Elijah. Some says you're John the Baptist. But he says, that's what they say. But who do you say I am? And I want you to put it up here. Here is what Peter answered. Matthew 16 and 16. Simon Peter answered. This is very important for you to catch when you're going to get your connection to heaven. Somebody touch somebody and say, I'm waiting for the answer. Somebody say, I'm waiting for the answer. The answer is in Matthew 16. Peter was a spokesman. I, I thank God you need to be a spokesman and a spokeswoman. Stop being a spokesman and a spokeswoman for the devil. Be a spokesman and a spokeswoman for Jesus Christ. Stop being a spokesman and a spokeswoman for the devil and for darkness and stop calling bad things upon yourself. Start calling good things upon yourself. Start calling heaven down instead of calling hell up. Somebody shout hallelujah. Here's the answer. Somebody give me a drum roll here. Here's the answer. Hey man, if you're going to get it, Peter goes in chapter 16 and verses 16. You had it up there. And Simon Peter 
answered. It's not about who say what, it's what you say about him. He says, thou art the Christ the son of the living God. Somebody shout hallelujah. I know in whom I have believed and I'm persuaded that neither life nor death nor angels nor principalities shall be able to separate me from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. Who is Jesus to you? He is the Christ. The Christ. You can call him Jesus but that's his first name. But the Christ means he's the savior of the world. The Christ means he's the Messiah of the world. The Christ means he is the forgiver of our sins. The Christ means he is the Messiah that has come to save the world. Peter says, thou art Jesus, the Christ. Thou art the Christ. Not a Christ, the Christ. Not a man, the Christ, the Messiah. And then he goes on to say, Sister Linda, not only is he the Messiah and the Christ, he says, the son of the living God. Not anybody come down. He is God in man. He is the third in the triune God. He is the word that was made flesh and dwelt among us. John says it well, and I like how John says it. John says it, put it up there, John chapter one. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. John chapter one. And you know who the word is? Is Jesus Christ. You know this word is Jesus Christ. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Verses 2. The same was in the beginning with God. And all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And this light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not there was a man sent from God whose name was John the same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe John he was not the light but was sent to bear witness of that light that was the true light which lighted every man that cometh into the world he was in the world he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not he came unto his own and his own received him not but as many somebody shout as many as receive him to them give he power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name somebody shout hallelujah I know who I believe. I know who this Jesus is. Who is this Jesus to you? Is he your savior? Let him be your savior. Is he your, is he your healer? Let him be your healer today. Is he the key giver? Let him give you the keys. Is he your light giver? 
let him shine light in your path. Who is Jesus to you? Don't say it's for my mama or for my daddy. Who is Jesus to you? Jesus wanted to know who do men say I am? I heard that, but who do you say I am? For you to get the keys, Pastor Mahes, you need to confess he is Christ, he is Messiah, he's the son of the living God. Somebody shout hallelujah. I feel like celebrating who he is. He's God Almighty, clothed in humanity, gift of divinity, put himself in our shoes, and he died on Calvary. But my, that was Friday, but Sunday is coming, when up from the grave, he arose a mighty triumph or his foe. He arose a victor from the dark domain, and he lives forever with his saints to reign. He arose. Somebody shout, he arose. He arose. For you to have the keys, you need to know who Jesus is to you. If you have sins in your life, you need to ask Christ to forgive them. You need to come and do your first work. Don't say, Pastor, lay hands on me, and I need this and I need that, but you're living like a devil. Don't say, Pastor, come, I need a miracle, but you only want the miracle, but you don't want the God of the miracle. You're wasting time. You got to get to God. You got to come before God and you got to serve Him in spirit and in truth. You got to stop playing with God and get to God and be serious with God. Can I get a witness this morning? You got to get serious with God. If there's anything this year, is that you need to get serious with God. You, you have to stop playing with God. You have to stop just using God. You got to stop just using the church. You got to, when I say you, I'm not talking about liberty. I'm just, you just want to use when you have problems. No, you come to God when there is no need and when there is a need. God is going to look and say, you only came to me when you have a need. What about when you are in the mountain? Can I get a praise when you're in the mountain? Can I get a praise when you're up in the mountain? Somebody shout hallelujah. Do you know the church would be packed with hundreds of thousands of people with everybody who comes into every church door and finds God and finds a miracle, but you don't see them back. They only want the blessing, but not the blesser. But I came to tell you today, if you're going to have the keys of the kingdom, you need the blessor and not only the blessing. Somebody say, I want Jesus. Somebody say, I want Jesus. I will come on in the balcony. I want Jesus. I want Jesus to be my Savior. I want Jesus to be my Lord. If Jesus is your Lord, then people will not get on your nerves. Can I go a little deeper? There are people going through life and everybody gets on their nerve. This one gets on their nerve. That one gets on their nerve. They get fidgety. They get nervous. Enough is enough. You can't let everything get on your nerves. Just get on your nerves and let him be Lord of your life. Somebody shout hallelujah. I need the church to shout hallelujah. If you all ain't shouting hallelujah, let the social media shout hallelujah. You need to get God on your life. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Serve God and you'll get the keys to the kingdom. Serve God. And know that he is the Christ, 
the son of the living God. And when you pray to him, confess this. Say, Lord, you're Lord of my life. Jesus Christ, Jesus, you are the Christ. And I want you to not just do it by empty words. I want you to know why it's so important. Because it was that utterance that made Jesus turn to Peter and open up the keys of heaven to him. And what it means is that when you understand the sovereignty of God, when you understand the depth of God, when you understand the deity of God, when you understand the divinity of God, and you just don't gloss over, oh, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Uh, but you know, I need, I need milk for my cat. And Lord, I need, I need uh, money for the dog. And you know, I need money for the... No, don't gloss over who Jesus is to you. Go back to him and let him know he is Lord. I want you to know, Lord, that I serve you. I live for you. I, I love you. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. You are the Messiah. You are my soon coming King. I want you to know who Jesus is and let him know who Jesus is to you. Somebody shout who Jesus is to you. He's your Savior. He's your Lord. And he is your coming King. You do not need to know about the devil. You do not need to know about hell. You need to know about Jesus. He's sweet, sweet, sweet. He's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. He's lovely, lovely, lovely. He's all sufficient. I feel Jesus upon somebody here this morning. Somebody shout Jesus. Jesus in the morning. Jesus in the noontime. Jesus in the evening. I want Jesus all over me. I want Jesus all over me. For it's Jesus when he says that. Number two, when you, the keys allow you to receive this power, when you accept who Jesus is. Number two, the keys give you authority over your body and your spirit. So now, here's what happens. Jesus turns to him and says, Simon Peter, what you said there is very profound. Blessed are you. Let's put it up there, verses 17, because I want you to know how Jesus really salivates and, and respects what you say to him. Jesus then answers in verses 17 of chapter 16. Are you guys understanding the scriptures? I'm trying to open the scripture up to your mind. And, 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 and Jesus answered and said, Blessed are thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not did not tell you about this but my father which is in heaven had to reveal it to you and so peter because you understand who i am i want to tell you who you are except you tell jesus who he is you will not understand who you are and you will not get the message from heaven as to who Jesus is to you. He says, upon this rock, I'll build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. It wasn't Peter's church. Peter was just a representation 
of the church. It wasn't John's church. It, this church is not a man's church. Anybody who tries to build a church on their own self is building on a sandy rock. Is building on a rock that is going to shake. You have to understand that this rock is not apostle, doctor, reverend, so, so, say. This rock is not bishop, so, so, so. This rock is not no man. It is beyond a man. Man cannot take the glory for nothing. Any church that is in existence to give man glory is a church that only has a short time to fall off. You can't give man glory. All the glory and all the praise is due to Jesus Christ. He says, upon this rock, I will build my church. You believe that you are inevitable? You believe you're indispensable? Not one of us. Well, I'm the pillar. No, you're in the pillar. Jesus is the pillar. If Pastor Joe, something happens to him tomorrow, God forbid, right? You don't want anything happen to you. But if something happens, the church will go on. It goes on beyond a man. When God appoints somebody, it's for that season. And if it's for 10 years, it's 10 years. If it's for 15, it's for 15. If for 20, 25, whatever it is. But when God is finished with you, you have to move off. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody you need to understand. It's upon the rock of Jesus Christ that he builds everything. Your home is built on Jesus Christ. Your life is built on Jesus Christ. When, when the pandemic came in February of 2020, the devil was celebrating in the halls of hell saying, I got them. And then when they heard about the church's clothes, he, was, he had a party. He had Banks beer. He had Bacardi. He had blue Johnny White and, and, and red Johnny Light. And some of y'all know what I'm saying. Hide it, hide it, hide it. What I'm saying is eh, he was celebrating in the halls of hell. But little did he know you cannot destroy the kingdom of the church of Jesus Christ. The church of Jesus Christ is not made on a pandemic. It's not made on COVID. It, the church of Jesus Christ is strong for upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall somebody need a shout hallelujah somebody need a shout hallelujah somebody need to stand right there and shout hallelujah the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church the gates of hell can't prevail against the church because God is the church. Jesus is the church. The pandemic is not the church. Sickness is not the church. The devil is not the church. He holds the key of death and hell. He can turn it on. He can turn it off. He can turn it on. He can turn it off. And I want you to know something. Sit down. Some people say, well, if you have the keys of death and hell and he controls everything, why don't he stop evil? He doesn't stop evil because he has given you a free choice. If he stopped evil, 
you will be a zombie and you will be a robot and all we need to do is wind you up and put some AI in you you know what AI artificial intelligence and make you a robot and all you do is by 950 you are in church sitting down and when you hear some button you jump up and when you don't hear another button you sit down and when you hear one song you you scream and because you're a robot no every one of you literally left your home to come into the house of God freely freely give freely receive nobody push you nobody pull you nobody force you you came here off of your own and you came to serve the Lord somebody need to understand when you come freely you're gonna get a free power and a free experience somebody shout I'm free somebody shout I got liberty I got liberty in Jesus name because when he gives you when, when, when you understand who he is, he'll give you the authority over your body and your spirit. So what is this authority and this key he's given you over hell? Oh, not over hell. Believe me, he doesn't give you he, over heaven. You are a body, soul, and spirit. Your body is the human part. Your soul is your part that you choose with your emotions with your will with your decision with your mind and the spirit is the connectivity to heaven follow me where I'm going now you have authority over your body because God has given you a spirit God has given you the power of choice your body is going to walk this way and your mouth is going to talk this way. You have the authority over your body. Turn to your neighbor and say, you still have authority over your body. You have authority to keep your body pure. You got an authority to keep your body away from evil. You got an authority not to touch dope and marijuana and cocaine and heroin. And you have an authority. Let me just tell you guys about this marijuana story. This marijuana is hitting the world like nothing before. And, and, and if you want to be, have the keys of heaven, don't you go smoking marijuana. You're going to have the keys. You're going to have the keys of debt. Amen. It's going to kill you. It's going to put you down. It ain't going to lift you up. Some people say, I smoke it and I feel so well. Well, the devil will take over that. And, 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 and cloud your mind and make your mind become impure and make you confuffled and make you who you're not supposed to be and make you a zombie. Somebody shout hallelujah. Y'all don't want to hear from me today. So, you have the power over your body. Then you have the power over your soul, the decision you make. I, 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 I've chosen to, to, to serve God. I've chosen not to gossip. I've chosen not to think about bad things. I've chosen to think about good things. I've chosen, I've chosen the good things of God. Now, where, here, where's the keys coming from? You got the key to your body. You got the key to your soul. The third part that you have a key to is your spirit. 
Because as a man thinketh, so is he. What part of the tree connects to heaven? What part of the tree connects to heaven? Come, you all got to get you. It's the spirit that connects to heaven. Your soul pushes your spirit to get to heaven. And when he says, I give you the keys of heaven, he's giving you the keys to your spirit so that your spirit man could have access to heaven. And the reason why many people cannot pray to God is that they have not connected their spirit to heaven so that they connect the keys of heaven to their life. Can I go a little deeper than that? You all getting this, what I'm saying? Because some of you will think, wait a second, when I run home, some key going to fall by the door and I'm going to run to heaven and open the key. No, the key of heaven is inside of you and you are sitting upon a power that you have never even realized that you got power. He says, I give you power. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost. I read the scripture in John. He says that I shall give you power to become sons and daughters of the kingdom. This power is inside of you. Just make a connection to your spirit. Somebody put your hands and say, Spirit move. Hallelujah. And sometimes you don't understand when you speak about the spirit. You're talking about your spirit. Not only is the song saying, Spirit move in this temple. Now, what does that mean? It means that your soul is crying out to your spirit, spirit move in this temple. Spirit of God, I had a lot of things moving. I had Nara moving. I had, I had, I had, I had, I had uh, indigestion moving. I had all kinds of things moving. But spirit, move in this temple. Move in this temple. Some of us need a Holy Ghost filling of the Holy Ghost to move in this temple spirit move in this temple and so now when your spirit moves connected to the Holy Spirit and let me just put, put a point there be careful what kind of spirit is moving now in the same round, let me tell you I, 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 I just was speaking to some big guys who told me pastor you would be surprised to know what is happening out there in this, I won't call the place. He says, big, big people are involved in satanic rituals, connecting it to the church. And I told him, I said, you don't need to tell me. I know that. He says, I know you run with a lot of people all over the world. I says, I am friendly, but not familiar with none of them. None of them spirit ain't jumping in me. None of them spirit ain't coming in me. Nobody ain't coming near to me. You may see me smiling, but you ain't gonna get an opportunity to come near me because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I came naked in this world and I shall return naked. I ain't care if it's Biden. I ain't care if it's the Pope. I don't care if it's the big bishop with 10,000 people. They ain't coming in my spirit. The only thing coming in my spirit is the spirit of the living God that's coming upon me. Somebody shout hallelujah. The spirit of the living God quickens, moves, and gives you strength. So you say spirit move in this sanctuary. And so there, it was trying to tell me 
that they're in the emerging black magic and voodoo and blood sacrifice with the scriptures in the church and I came to tell you that if you are a man and a woman of God you will discern the spirits and I want people to understand the wheat and the tears are going to have to grow because the Bible says it right and so people ask me, are you afraid of when witches come? I ain't afraid of no witch. As a man, I ain't afraid of no wizard. If anybody who is a witch or a wizard, greater is he that is in me than he that is in me. So some people say, no, no, no. They're going to be subject to the authority that I have through the kingdom of God. And you know why I'm saying that loud? I want them to hear this. They're by, they're by 98th Street, 97, by the White Castle. Y'all better don't come in here. Because we got some power in here in the name of Jesus. Y'all go somewhere else. Don't come in here. Somebody shout hallelujah. Not in this place. This is a place where if you come, darkness is going to expel. The light of God is going to expel darkness. Isn't that what John says? And the darkness freed up the light. Let there be light. And there was light. So you are going to speak to your spirit and say, Spirit, I lose anything that needs to be loose. And I bind everything that needs to be bind. Because he says there, put it up there, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Put it verse 19. I will give thee the keys of of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loose in heaven so here's what I want you to know that you got a certain power inside of you to speak to your spirit and tell every spirit that needs to be bound spirit you are going to be bound in the name of Jesus you don't have to wait on Pastor Joe to lay hands on you you got an authority inside of you to turn to your spirit because you got the keys of the kingdom and say spirit be thou bound in the name of Jesus why? Because I got the key of heaven. And ever so often, some spirit is going to jump in, trying to overcome your good spirit. Paul talks about it in Romans. He says, when I try to do good, evil is present. If I ask who are perfect believers here, and if any of y'all raise your hands, you're lying. Because ever so often something runs up. Ever so often something carries its ugly head. That's why Hebrews 12.1 says, and that's another prayer point. You all need to get the prayer points because there's a connectivity to this prayer point. Wherefore, we're compassed about Hebrews 12.1. With so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. Y'all don't make me take my coat off now. Every weight... If I had the three-piece suit, I would have taken a quota. Every weight and the sin would not so easily beset us. Some of you, you got, a, you got a besetting sin of anger. Some of you have a besetting sin of lust. Sister Maxine can sit down with her church and you can't keep your eyes off of her. 
Y'all not helping me today. Spirit of lust, spirit of jealousy. You see somebody get a new car, when is my new car going to come? And you are now poisoning your spirit to say, God, I am complaining to you why it is that I pay my tithes and I go to church and they can get a new car. And I hear they're closing on a house too. Poisoning your own spirit and you don't have the key to the kingdom you have the keys to the kingdom you have the keys to heaven speak to your spirit and say spirit i want you to know something cars don't define who my spirit is houses don't define who my spirit is bank account don't define who my a bank account used to define the spirit and if you were on the stock market some people lost a lot of money in the stock market, right? You can poison your spirit and say, my, 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 when, I, when am I going to recover? No, God's already given you a recovery. You know why God's already given you a recovery? You woke up this morning to breathe. And if you have the breath of life, you have the capability that when you stumble, you will rise again. I shall rise again. Michael Jordan was told by his coach, you should not play basketball you'll never make it Michael Jordan defied him and went to his backyard and every day he would throw the ball a thousand times ten thousand times they, the coach said no but Michael Jordan spoke to his spirit and says in the I don't, I don't know if you call it in the name of Jesus but he spoke to some spirit and he says I can do this and he became one of the greatest basketball players the world has ever seen some of you are allowing some old uncle to keep you crying every day and that uncle what, what happened to you uncle uncle, uncle um, he told me Uncle Hank got no power over you. No, nobody got no power over you. There's, there, you got the power in your tongue. You got the power. You got the keys and the kingdom. You got it now. Stop worrying about who told you what. And know that God told you you're the head and not the tail. And I've given you power over serpents. I want to pray with you. the third thing final thing is the keys allows you to bind evil and access what is good and righteous it allows you to bind and loose bind and loose you hear some people's binding and loosing and you say man the head man no the head and man they're following the word of God but here is what I want to warn you stop binding the same thing some of us, we're binding the thing from the last 10 years. Bind, 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 bind. In the name of Jesus, man, it was done by Calvary's cross. Amen. Hallelujah. You don't have to keep binding it. By the power of God, it is so. Because when you keep doing the same thing over and over, the devil will control your mind over and over. And then you got to go over and over and start over and over. No, say, I've been through that, I've done that, and I'm moving to the next level. Christians have to move to the next level and not stay in the same place. And so I want to, are you guys ready to, to, to use this authority? Shout hallelujah if you're ready to use it.
Shout the hallelujah if you're ready to use his authority. Say, I am ready to start binding things that should not be. And I'm about to lose the things that should be that I need. Let's turn to 2 Timothy 1 and 7. I'm going to show you how to bind and loose. 2 Timothy, let's go there. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. All right? Paul had just spoken to Timothy and says, I remember your grandmother, Louis, and your grandmother, Eunice. Eunice and Louis. And I am convinced that the grace that is inside of them is inside of you. And I'm saying to you, young Timothy, stir up the gift that is inside of you. And then he says, for God, some, some people are afraid of stirring up what God is giving them. You got some greatness inside of you. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I see greatness inside of you. I really do mean it. I'm seeing what God is about to do for you. For he has not given you the spirit of fear. What am I going to do with fear? I'm going to bind fear. Come on, I'm going to bind fear. Oh, come on right now, I'm going to bind fear. Everything that makes me fear, I'm fearful. I'm fearful of tomorrow. I'm fearful of what they're going to say about me. I'm fearful about how people say, how I look. I'm fearful, I'm fearful. Every, I got to spend two hours in the, in the mirror because I want to look good. I'm fearful. That's a spirit of fear. It's also a spirit of pride. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to touch anybody. But if you spend two hours looking at the mirror, something really wrong with you. Two hours just to get ready. I mean, for the face. I mean, I understand if you got a wedding or whatever, two hours, whatever. But some people, man, their face. And you're doing your ads. Like if your face is going to change. No, your face is going to be the same. If you got joy on the inside, it's going to show on the outside. You ain't got to do your face like this. Let joy come in your spirit and you're going to look beautiful. Look, turn to your neighbor. I say, neighbor, you look so beautiful. You look so pretty. So handsome. Hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. I am binding the spirit of fear. Binding the spirit of fear. Binding the spirit of fear. The fear, because tomorrow I, I got to go to the doctor and I don't know what the doctor is going to say. I know there's human fear. And don't mix it up. There's human fear. But some people, it becomes a spiritual warfare where the fear controls your mind. And controls your spirit and controls your body and controls your soul and you become a handicap and you can't move and you are just handicapped no you are free in the spirit he has given you the keys of the kingdom he's giving you the keys of heaven turn to your spirit and say in the name of jesus i bind the spirit of fear and then i'm going to loose put it back for he's not giving you the spirit of fear but he's giving you, but he's giving you power. I'm releasing power right now. 
Come on, somebody. I, I, oh, I'm binding and loosing. I'm loosing power. I lose loosing power in the name of now. Now hold on. You can use bind and loose in different ways, but I'm preaching this one right now in this fashion. I want to loose. I want some people to get loose. Be thou loose in the name of Jesus. Be thou free in the name of Jesus. Let the let the power of God come upon you. This power comes in different categories. He says, I'm going to give you dunamis power. I'm going to give you exousius power. I'm going to give you kratos power. I don't have the time to go into those three powers of dimension. But he says, when I give you power, you shall become sons and daughters of it. I'm, I'm releasing power. I bind fear. I'm releasing power. And I'm going to tell you guys, sorry, I told the people yours this week, okay? And he's giving you the power and he's giving you love. I'm releasing love. Amen. Amen. The world is singing about love. But for God so loved this world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And there are three levels of love. Philia love. Eros love. And agape love. And we don't have the time to go into three. You guys are getting a lot tonight. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I'm not preaching about those three types of love. It's like when I did the, 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 the Bible study on Sunday. If any of you want to understand a little bit about the last days, I don't have the answer to all the last days, but I can give you keys to the last days. See, this is what uh, preachers don't understand. They believe they have to have all the answers. We, don't, we have some keys to give you. And you can go back, I'll give you some keys. And I did mention about some of it. Some people want to know what will happen in the last days. And I says there are three different types of schools of thought. The premillennialism, the postmillennialism, and the amillennialism. And I don't have the time to go through it. But you're getting a lot today. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's a lot. And I'm not here to tell you all about that. I'm just here to tell you that you got some power that's coming your way. And you got love that's coming your way. And when you have love. You are not going to judge your brother. You are, not going to, you are not going to point fingers in your brother. You are going to pray for your brother. I don't have the time for it, but he's giving a spirit of power, love, and a song of mind. Let me tell you why he said a song of mind. It doesn't matter how spiritual you get. If your mind messed up, a lot of things are going to get messed up. Y'all ever heard about people with a nervous breakdown? Did you know that some people mix up nervous breakdown with, with, with other things? And if they can just fix the brain, it will allow them to have a song mind. Not immediately, but first, you need to fix your mind, fix your brain. It is nothing wrong for you to take some multiple 12. Now, y'all help me now. Y'all don't want to hear from me. Sanatogen, B-complex, to help your brain. Pastor, what kind of pastor are you? You talking about tablets now? Whoa, man, we don't need no. I want to be practical with you. 
I don't want to preach one thing from the pulpit and we live another thing. I need to get your body, soul, mind, and spirit all together free in the Lord. I need you. I need you to get yourself ready. There's something happening and you need to get ready and you need to get your mind fixed on God. I don't have the time to tell you how to bind and loose the Jabez prayer. But you can go home. Is Second Chronicles chapter 4, is that it? Or First Chronicles? First Chronicles chapter 4. 4, 10. You go up to 4, 7, 8, 9, 10. There's about three verses there. Jabez was born in sorrow and in bitterness. Yet he overcame bitterness and sorrow. And God gave them four or five different things that he asked for it. Jabez was, was able to bind bitterness, bind sorrow, and release expansion, release blessing, release all kinds of, I don't have the time for it, but you can go home and read it. I came to declare upon you that this is a moment that you're going to grab the keys, stand to your feet and grab the keys, stand to your feet and say in the name of Jesus. I want to grab the key. Let me get the water there. Let me get the water. I want to grab the keys in the name of Jesus. What song you're singing? I'm no longer slave to fear. I am a child of God. I'm no longer.
for me if you guys can just keep the lights in this way we're going to go into a deep prayer for everyone hallelujah hallelujah just keep these lights on lord the lights at the back i want the place to get into an atmosphere you're going to leave this altar like never before. Take those lights at the back off. Hallelujah. Yes, keep, that's good, that's fine. I want you to start to speak to God like you've never spoken to Him before. You're at an altar where we prayed. We prayed every night for this past week, from Monday to Friday. This altar is salivated with the power of God. This altar is marinated with the Holy Spirit. I want you to know that where you're standing is holy ground. I want you to know that in this place there is authority. Fear has to go in the name of Jesus. So I want you to start opening your mouths. I don't care who's next to you. I want you to open your mouth. Start one, two, three, open your mouth and start to bind and start to lose, start to bind and start to lose, start to bind and start to lose and start to take the keys, the keys of heaven right now. Yeah, I, I want to hear your voice. I can't hear your voice. I can't hear your voice. Just, I want you to shout it. I want you to pray. I want you to pray like you've never prayed before. I want you to shout like you've never shouted before. I want you to open your mouth like you've never opened it before. I want you to just say in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I want you to do it, do it, do it, do it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. The power of God is moving in this place. The power of God is moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Feel it, feel it. It's coming. your hands everybody close your eyes lift it to heaven lift it to heaven as you lift it up something is happening right now in the name of Jesus something is happening in the spirit break it 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 break 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 bind 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 in the name of Jesus we bind every foul demonic spirit loose a spirit of love loose a spirit of love loose a spirit of Song mine, loose the spirit of power in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Now hold the person's hands next to you. Hold the person's hands. Hold those hands. Hold those hands. You don't know, you don't know that person maybe, but that person was born in the image and likeness of God. And squeeze the person's hands in your left and right and start to pray in the name of Jesus for that person. Start to pray in the name of Jesus for that person. Now you're going to use your authority over that person right now. God's giving you the keys. God's giving you, yeah, 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 yeah. Let it go, let it go, let it go, yeah. Pray, pray, pray. That authority. Pray, pray, pray. Say in the name of Jesus, I got the authority. I got the authority in the name of Jesus. Lift those hands to heaven. Lift them to heaven. Lift them to heaven. Lift those hands to heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift those hands to heaven. Hey. Come on, lift those hands to heaven. Hey, in the name of Jesus. Lift it high. Lift it high. Loose those hands. Loose those hands. And give God a praise. Give God a praise. Give God a praise. Come on, God. I dare you to praise it. I dare you. I dare you to praise him. Praise him, praise him, praise him. Come on. Praise him like you've never praised him before. Praise him like you've never praised him before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Praise him, praise him. Praise him like you've never praised him before. Now, in this new key to the kingdom, new key to the heaven, your worship is going to get louder. Your walk is going to get purer. Your fear is going to get de destroyed. Your mind is going to become sound. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. I want you to affirm good things today. Whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, think on these things. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I am not going to be in the sad column anymore. I am not going to be in the bitter column anymore. I am free. You are free. 
the Son has set free. It's free indeed. Come on, worship him, worship him. Come on and worship him. Make some noise. Make some noise. Make some noise. 